atypical vort is created by Rabbi Ari Karetsky, host of Jews You Should Know, a great podcast available on all platforms. You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Every week, I find myself scanning my environment for topic triggers. Sometimes an idea just calls me, a confluence emerging that I cannot ignore. Last night on a professional development call, the speaker quoted Mayor founder Rabbi Beryl Gershenfeld with an insight on the unfolding drama in this week's Parsha based on a Midrash. Less than 12 hours later, I received an email from a colleague quoting him with an additional explanation of the same Midrash, which I will cite shortly. Destiny, I suppose. In our Parsha, we reach a narrative climax when Yosef, after several rounds of chicanery, finally reveals himself to his astonished brothers. In the lead-up to this culminating moment, Yehuda, the brother who asserts his leadership, delivers a long entreaty to the Egyptian potentate, who he does not yet recognize as Yosef, pleading his family's case. The text awards no less than 17 verses, extensive real estate in the Torah, to Yehuda's monologue. Ultimately, his words reach Yosef's heart. The result is that, quote, Yosef could not bear all those standing beside him, and soon after, the resounding exclamation of, quote, I am Yosef, is my father still alive? The Midrash in Breshit Rabbah takes note of Yehuda's effective prologue and applies to it the verse in Proverbs, like apples of gold in silver settings, so are words that are spoken in a fitting manner. Meaning, Yehuda's ability to speak in a solicitous fashion, the external veneer or silver in the analogy, helped prompt the brother's reconciliation, the deeper objective or gold. His example offers lessons in pedagogy and persuasion for anyone seeking to share important ideas. In the first interpretation of the Apple Midrash, Rabbi Gershenfeld quotes the Vilna Gon, who contrasts the two metals. Silver is more standardly used and more accessible to the average person, while gold holds greater worth and often is used as the value basis of a currency. When presenting meaningful ideas, and especially Torah wisdom, to others, the silver setting should draw the audience in, but should not overshadow the golden core. There should always be a satisfying payoff for the persistent student. Plainly, if we draw a student into our orbit, whether by force of personality or other inducements, we must honor our compact by transitioning them to deeper learning. For this reason, I know of some Torah teachers of advanced scholars who deliberately speak uncharismatically, almost monotonally, so that the medium never outshines the message. Still, In most cases, a shimmering facade is necessary to invite the prospective student into the conversation. The golden inner core, the full expression of a concept, is inaccessible to the novice, but without some attracting silver quality, they will never seek it out. On this angle, Rabbi Gershenfeld alerted us to the additional interpretation of our Midrash, this time from Rabbi Henoch Leibowitz, himself an educator to scores of eventual educators during his decades-long tenure as head of the Chavetz Chaim Yeshiva Network. After emphasizing that a Torah teacher, of course, must possess sufficient wisdom, fear of heaven, and refined character, already a formidable portfolio, Rav Henech argues that these are not enough. One also must learn to speak elegantly, in a manner that inspires one's charges. He even recommends that aspiring rabbis borrow precious time from Torah study to refine their oratorical skills. The gold might be the goal, but if it's wrapped in an ugly shell, 
no one will ever venture to reach it. All of this leads me to reflect on our current corrupted culture of influence. Today, most substantive conversation, that is the exploration of beliefs and ideas, occurs online and largely on social media. Many people decry the dehumanization and downright cruelty bred by the relative anonymity of online forums. That is a sad truth. But more. These mediums largely strip conversations of their silver qualities. The forms of discourse, the banalities and digressions that allow teachers not just to speak, but to be heard. In our Twitterverse, Yehuda's 17-verse appeal would be reduced to 256 characters and might never penetrate Yosef's heart. To be sure, the internet is populated with many rotten apples, ideas without merit, lacking inspiration or appeal. But many more ideas, and certainly those in the realm of Jewish ideas, simply cannot be consumed because the potential consumer is never enticed to them. Either the platform does not allow, or the audience cannot tolerate Yehuda-style preambles, qualifying disclaimers, and considered expositions. In 1964, Marshall McLuhan wrote that the medium is the message. 2,000 years prior, the Midrash taught us that while we do aspire to the deeper truths of the golden apple, there is vital value in its silver casing. In this era of contentiousness and disjointed discourse, we could all benefit from polishing our silver. Shabbat Shalom. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.